Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Helping me celebrate Healthy Pets Anniversary Week is my friend, colleague, and board-certified veterinary nutritionist, Dr. Donna Raditic. Thank you for joining me, Donna. Thank you so much, Karen, for having me today. It's good to see you. It's great to see you as well. Can we, the Companion Animal Nutrition and Wellness Institute that we co-founded years ago, has been doing a lot of really important research, but also supporting students, doing some really uh, impressive collaborations in terms of getting the ball rolling for research that has not been done before. I wanted to have you on and walk us through, I know that you are chair of the scientific committee of Can We, and if you could walk us through, Donna, what has been happening in terms of this amazing nonprofit working not only to support students, veterinary students, PhD researchers, but also the collaborative efforts between other research platforms. There's a lot going on in you as a full-time nutritionist, but also as a full-time volunteer heading up all of these projects. You have a lot going on. Yeah, we certainly do. And and I can't thank you and Healthy Pet, Mercola, for all the, the support, the funding. Um, it, it's been amazing. I mean, since we first met, it's just taken off and it's been a whirlwind. Um, currently, you know, we are we are through your support, we are funding and supporting two new nutritionists. They're going to be board certified veterinary nutritionists like myself, but they're going, they're a different breed. You know, they're a different breed. They are open-minded. Um, they're asking the tough questions that we've always been asking. They're embracing new ideas and they're going to be out there right behind them. Even what's really exciting too, is we are also supporting PhD nutritionists, okay? Now these often will go into industry, okay? Or they do consulting for industry. So their background and their impact is going to be a game changer as well. And I can tell you, these women are deadly. Mm, <laughs> I just got so her else to good. say it, but. So, so good. And I know that um, you that Canwe is working to, to identify additional students and prospective students that are, you know, our goal is to continue building this army of open-minded, very conscientious pet food formulators, researchers. And so the fact that we have two and two is wonderful, but I know that, that this is a process that is just intended to keep going, which is also very exciting. Exactly, because through this, through what we've done with Can We, I've also myself, I know you, every person we touch. I mean, I the veterinary students programs when I'm going into the academic institution and teaching veterinary students, um, reaching out to parent pet parents, it's just getting the message is getting out there bigger and bigger and bigger. These four individuals, yeah, they're going to be the future. They're going forward, but we've been we've been hitting the drums, hitting the drums 
given the message out there uh, that we need to do better to feed our animal companions. And that message is getting out there. Canway's getting out there. And it's I'm just so grateful for the opportunity that I've had to do this and to see this just expand and also bring in, like you said, it has attracted a lot of like-minded people, um, supporters, and some very, very um, incredible individuals in the industry just who've had careers in the pet food industry, reaching out and collaborating with them, also with some human researchers. I know you know Dr. David Turner. We certainly are collaborating with him. And we also have had the opportunity to collaborate with some other foundations so that we can take what we're doing with our research and expand it. And when you start collaborating with other foundations and can access more samples and more data and more testing, that means the impact just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I, I never saw that coming, you know, from when we started, I, I never saw that coming. So I'm just, you know, blown away where we started and where we are now. Um, I also wanna say, I really want to say this to you and to Healthy Pet and to all of you out there. The other thing this has done has been a very personal thing for me because I started in this, oh, I'm going to do this and this. And you and I've talked back and forth how we wanted to be game changers. We wanted to change the world, the way of thinking of companion animal nutrition. You know, that's nice when you think, but you've got to, you talk the talk, but then you got to learn to walk the walk. And through your support, um, I've learned to walk the walk. I've gotten so much support. Uh, I've learned so much on this journey. I'm, I'm growing every day and I'm all feel so excited about everybody around me because now as I grow and expand, I bring that forward to the next person, the next person, the next collaboration. It's just win-win. We used yeah. to, remember we used to tease about the, the can we, you know, you kind of like, can we, you know, but you know, it's, yeah, we can. I mean, there's absolutely no doubt because I now feel like this has been a journey with you, Healthy Pet, um, and we're unstoppable. We're unstoppable. I really am incredibly thankful uh, as a general practitioner and you being a specialist in veterinary nutrition. It has been a difficult journey for me because I'm not a board certified veterinary nutritionist, and it has been an incredible blessing to be able to partner with you as not just a, a certified nutritionist, but as an open-minded, inquisitive scientist willing to ask hard questions, but also then that means potentially rub your peers in a way that causes them to stop and think and reflect on the questions you're asking. That can be both abrasive to certain individuals, certain platforms, certain companies, but yet so necessary in this time-space reality when we recognize that food is the foundation for health and well-being, and that pet food, conventionally produced uh, ultra-processed pet food is an option, but we should begin thinking about what are the impacts of feeding ultra processed foods from birth till death and what other foods are available? Where do they stand in terms of nutrition? How can we get more research out comparing these different food categories? None of that has been done before and you're doing it. I, I have to assume that your road is an uphill battle just as mine has been. Whenever you try and change mindset or introduce a new conversation, 
there's going to be friction and you have felt the friction. And yet it's, I'm so thankful that you are building a team of professionals and collaborators that actually want those answers to the same difficult questions that we currently don't have. So I appreciate your stamina and your resiliency in the fact that you don't have, you are not the majority of veterinary nutritionists asking hard questions. You are the minority, but you are doing it anyway. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. I, I so appreciate that. And I appreciate you and Healthy Pet. Um, and we're going to continue to walk our journey. We talk the talk, we're going to walk it. Uh, there are some uphill battles, but it's what is the most fascinating thing is to see how many people who really are passionate, like your, yes. yourself and me, are joining us. They're joining this journey with us. And that just is... Yeah. Uh, you know, this is how we make changes and change yes. your right is not easy. But when you see people who have been doing this a long time and not stopped and thought, like you said, they stop, they think they may not may do this. And then they're like, ah, I, this is this is where I want to go. I want to walk yes. with you. So yeah. we're doing it together. So, so exciting. You know, when I interviewed Dr. Marion Nestle, who's quite a famed human nutritionist, she's been around a very long time asking very hard questions. Her question to me was why in the veterinary profession, why is there so little basic nutrition research? And she does understand that the vast majority of nutrition research has been done by the pet food companies producing the product. She understands that because it's so expensive to do basic research, but that's, you know, those are, those are the questions that you and I had that actually originally where the foundation came from in the sense that there has never been a study comparing fresh food to ultra processed food. Like those are just basic research projects that need to be done. And it's so heartwarming to me that we have, that we're doing that basic research, but we're also expanding into other areas. So for instance, one of the studies that you were able to knit together university-based uh, unbiased, uh, you know, really solid research studies was in processing techniques and looking at canned, air dried, you know, gently cooked or raw and ultra processed or extruded foods and comparing those. And that that was a published study that was proven to be really I don't want to say eye-opening for those of us that, that have been feeding fresh foods, but it, those are the necessary research projects to help our industry move forward in a beneficial, healthy direction. Can you talk a little bit about some of the other uh, pots in the fire in terms mm -hmm. of, I know that there's some additional advanced glycation and product research that is happening. Uh, and I think that even some diabetic kitty research that is going on, can you talk a little bit about some of the other projects that can we is, is negotiating right now? Sure. Certainly, um, I, we really have focused on different effects of food processing. I mean, that's a huge topic. And um, there's so much literature that she mentioned in the human world that we need to start bringing into veterinary medicine. So what we're going to look at, uh, we need to start looking at the effects of processing pro ultra-processed diets versus what I term more minimally processed, you know, more homemade-like or the raw diets. Their impact on, guess what? obesity, right? About 60% of our pets, just like people, 60% overweight, obese, are, is some of the processing driving that in our dogs and cats, just like it is in people. So looking at that, how does also the effects of ultra processed, minimally processed 
affect aging, mm -hmm. the actual aging, how our dogs and cats grow old. I mean, we made profound advances in human uh, survival with, you know, dentistry and certain healthcare and some nutrition. And we're recognizing now the impact of ultra processed on aging and disease in humans. What about our dogs and cats? So looking at how our dogs and cats age, I mean, you know, that's always been one of the things is why aren't they living longer? Gosh, we're as veterinarians, we do everything. Why aren't they living longer? And as you mentioned, food is foundational. So could the effects again, processed versus minimally processed, what does that impact? And then the diseases we see. You know, we see repeated, repeated, you know, diabetes in cats as carnivores, right? We have, you know, cancers and breeds of dogs, osteoarthritis starting when they're young. Um, I was talking to Joe, Dr. Barges this morning, and, and he had a client reach back to him that he had done a homemade diet for in a German Shepherd, the classic breed for osteoarthritis, right? An American German Shepherd. And this dog is seven. And just starting to have a little bit of, you know, changes in the elbow. And we got into this discussion of, you know, proactively, this dog had been on a homemade diet, you know, genetically, you know, that dog was set up to have arthritis, but didn't it, it didn't manifest where it typically does in that breed, right? When they're one, two, three, now this dog's going seven, eight, nine, and just starting with a wee bit. That those are the kinds of questions and the kind of research that Canwe is doing. So exciting, and Donna, we're we're thankful that you are. In addition to your full time job, job several you teach you teach students you teach at at veterinary schools. You are coordinating a multitude of different projects uh, as a volunteer for Canwe, and we're so incredibly thankful that we are able to walk this journey together but also in collaboration with other research institutions, veterinary schools, veterinary platforms, in that our goal to be able to provide better research, better information, so that people can make better decisions on how to nourish their pets in a way that extends health span and lifespan. We are so incredibly thankful for everything that you're doing. And thank you for taking time today to give us a little history and a brief overview of all that Canwe is doing. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, everybody. And thank you so much for your support.